Today, we are discussing Amazon reviews, how to earn reviews the right way. As always, I am Nick. I'm Jace. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, ask us questions. This series was actually originated from people asking us questions about Amazon, so we decided to do a series on it. Jace, Amazon reviews. What yep. are your thoughts? Great. Let's start off with the basics. Obviously, Amazon reviews have a major impact on your sales volume. I don't want to overstate it. If you're starting in a product category and you're taking on a competitor that has 12,000 reviews, it's not like you can't compete. You just have to do so in an intelligent way. So the question is, how do you generate genuine ethical reviews? the right way. Just a bit of a backstory. I think most people know that Amazon reviews have a history of being scammed, buying reviews, fake reviews, all that kind of stuff. So recently, past year and a half, two years, Amazon deleted or removed tens of something like 60,000 reviews in Amazon UK alone, but 18 months ago, because they were they were deemed to be inauthentic excuse me, inauthentic reviews from a public review network. And we're going to talk about review networks a little bit later. There's two ways to generate reviews in a way that's TOS compliant. Okay. Hold on. There's two ethical ways. Let's say that. Okay. The first way is simply to request it. So Amazon has now, they have a feature. If you go into Seller Central, top right-hand corner, you can request reviews from a recent buyer. Okay. Now, when you send that request, you actually type out the request and it's sent to them via Amazon's uh, email program. You can simply, hey, if you like this product, please kindly consider writing a review, blah, blah, blah. But to be compliant with Amazon's terms of service, you cannot suggest or allude to that they're going to get a reward, that they're going to get paid, that they're going to get a free product, that you can't simply incentivize it in any way. And if you do, you're risking an account suspension. Okay. You used to be able to comment on public reviews. I really wish you could do that because it provides great social proof. If they're not responding to emails or messages, you could try and do that publicly. And even if they don't respond, you're showing to other buyers that you're trying to resolve or reconcile any issue, but you can't do that anymore. That used to be a huge component of customer service and reviews for us, but can't do that anymore. Now, if you want to get into more advanced stuff, there are review networks. Public review networks are generally considered gray hat or black hat, and I do not recommend it whatsoever. So a public review network is you can go to a service. There's a number of services where you're basically, you're subscribing to their service. It's free. You buy the product and then you are immediately refunded the product and they ship the product to you. So you're getting it for free, but you have to buy it on Amazon at full retail price to signal to the algorithm that there is a sale and then you immediately get refunded the full retail price. It's shipped to you. If you like it, you send it a review. The problem with public where anyone can do it is the quality of the list is just bunk. You have a lot of scammers. You have a lot of people who are just, they're being paid to, to do this and it's artificially inflating sales and reviews and it's a bad thing. You are risking losing your entire brand on the largest sales platform in the world. I do not recommend it. However, that doesn't mean all review networks are inherently bad. We've seen tremendous success through private networks, but that takes a long time to build. Basically, you're building an email list 
right? I've worked with brands who are selling to young moms, selling to guys like me who love to buy accessories for their trucks. You want to get them on an email list, whether that's through content marketing, a bunch of incentives, you can slowly build that list. And then periodically through time, you're going to offer your community on that email list promotions and saying, hey, we're we're launching this product or we're whatever, we're trying to offer this to our community. We're sending it to you for free. You explain the idea. There's nothing inherently black hat about the idea. Try the product for free. You got to buy it retail price. We'll pay you back. And if you like it, consider writing a review. Now, with people who say, oh, that's a gray hat, Amazon did that for years in the early review program. They've stopped it since April, 2021. But the early review program, you were paying Amazon like 50 or 80 bucks per review and you'd get up to five reviews. And Amazon's doing the exact same thing. But they since stopped that. So there's nothing inherently dangerous about a private network, but you're in a private network. I can ensure that this is a real Amazon.com buyer with a real account, with a real credit card, real reviews. They're a real person, right? Some will submit reviews, some won't. And that's okay. So you have to be able to eat the retail costs to get those reviews. So you want to make sure obviously the product's on point, the packages are on point, the listings converting well before you, you do something like that. But that's generally the two major ways you get positive reviews or genuine. Right. What are maybe some of the, like, you know, the other ways that you've seen in the past, other people do that can really have some risks and you should refrain from doing. Absolutely. So I know people know there's shady reviews, but I don't think anyone understands just how mafia-like it can be. So there is people who will services, you can find them. uh, I'm assuming you can buy them on Fiverr and stuff like that. I don't really know. But you're basically paying people to buy your product and submit a fake review. Okay. They may or may not have actually received the review. It's not the point. They're selling reviews. And so that's common knowledge. What you don't know is that you will have competitors in very competitive product categories who, let's say you're selling really well. There'll be another seller that buys fake reviews for your listing. But negative ones. And no, no positive ones. Both negative or positive. They're going to flag you. Let's let's say they send, you you get five reviews a month. And then all of a sudden you get 20 in one day. You're going to be flagged by Amazon and you're immediately going to be suspended. They're trigger happy. They shoot now, ask questions later. Your your sales are shut down. And now you have to prove that you didn't buy those fake reviews and you may not be able to. It's vicious. I've dealt with clients who've had to resurrect their accounts from that. Very tough, right? Because Amazon's not a court of law. There's no due process. They do whatever they like. Supplement categories, consumer electronics, small electronic products. Those are the two hyper, hyper competitive product categories on Amazon. Stuff like that happens all the time. It's just par for the course. You're going to have malicious reviews. That's what we call them, malicious reviews, malicious mm-hmm. positive reviews. So, because they know you're not going to pay for a negative review, but you you probably pay for a positive review. So even if you haven't. So uh, how do you defend against that? <sighs> it's very tough. Document everything. Document all your support. That's what we're getting into another question about Amazon support, but it's yeah. very hard. My recommendation is don't be in a product category where it's that kind of throat. That's much better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. In the next episode, we're going to be talking a bit about product in Amazon and why this is the number one thing that matters. So please stay tuned. And if you haven't watched the rest of the series, go back a few episodes all about Amazon until next time.